Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering love triangles, Ooh. throwback pop punk reunions. Oh, yeah. And the quickest time on the beach to date. Yes, sir. And this is episode 235. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Another week, another episode of Future Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my uh, God. We got a lot of news on. If you wanted more Bachelor in Paradise, you're getting it. Um, but before we get talking about all that, Veronica, I need to know. I got to know. How's your week been? What's been going on with you? So I actually had like a, a fun a fun Atlanta weekend. But before that even happened, um, I got to do a little uh, photo share with some of my hometown pals. So we you know, don't get to see each other that often. So we try to do little group video calls and things like that. And because some of us keep in touch more directly than others and whatever, some of us like know different things about each other's lives. So we did like a little photo share so we could all show like what we've been up to. Some of my friends have been traveling. Some of my friends, um, you know, are like have babies that are turning one. Some of my friends had got their like wedding and engagement photos back. So it was like a fun little thing for us all to catch up um, and hang out, which was great. And then uh, it was Pride in Atlanta this past weekend. So Atlanta does Pride in October mm -hmm. because uh, first, because I think it's just too freaking hot in June for us to do it here then. Also, second, I really think it's mostly because Piedmont Park it, 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 during the like rush of festival season, like during the summer, it's too much. So I think they do it just to like keep the park not being overrun and like destroyed to like give it that time to kind of like regrow. Um, but so I went with, um, friend of the pod, Maggie, um, at ATL book gal. Uh, and we, you know, had a great time. Flo Rida was the headliner. Oh, wow. Did you go out with your apple bottom jeans? I should have my boots with the fur, the yeah. whole club. It, they were looking at her, me, oh, you know? Oh man. Wow. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> get the air horn for you. Oh, thank you. Um, so that was a ton of fun. It was actually like great weather for mm -hmm. Pride. So it was awesome. Yeah, it was a and beautiful then weekend. It was a great weekend here in, in Georgia. Around. And then I spent uh, Sunday going up to North Georgia to hike Mount Yona, which is a hike I've done before. It is a very vertical hike. It's a lot of it's a just pretty much like you're doing a shit ton of incline for the entire time. No mm -hmm. stop. Um, but it's beautiful when you get up there, you see all the views and we got to see the view of the winery we were going to go to after, nice. which I've been to that winery too. It's probably the best winery in North Georgia. Okay. I'm um, surprised. But it was great. And then um, before we went to the winery though, we pre-gamed the winery by going to Babyland, which Babyland is the Cabbage Patch Kids 
general hospital and it's like part museum part toy store part super weird kind of cursed experience where they birth a cabbage patch kid doll from mother cabbage and we were just laughing because you know like the people who work there are wearing scrubs and we're like what if you like worked at Babyland during like the height of the pandemic and you're like out trying to get your groceries in your Babyland scrubs and people are all like oh my god a healthcare hero like thank you for all that you do and like you work at Babyland (laughs) (laughs) but um it was a wild experience sounds like a great fall experience it was it was weird. It was so weird. We got in, we got to see the babies being birthed, and we got out. And honestly, I think we're better for it because yeah. it was it was something we had to experience. I really had been wanting to go, and it was hilarious. What a weekend, great. Veronica! What a weekend! I know. What about you, pal? Um, well, I was out and about enjoying, you know, some of that beautiful weather. Um, you know, we, uh, we're big fans of the porch fest that they do around here. And some yeah, of the they do a lot of fun, different ones. I, I forgot that there's one this weekend, too. Yeah, the Oakhurst one. Uh, I have a friend that lives out there. And so he 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 did it last year as well. So he invites everyone to kind of pregame at his house. And then we all go walking and checking out the music. So that was really cool. Um, always f- cool to meet like new people at parties like it's kind of like an older crowd like mm. um but i you know i don't know i get along i guess i'm getting older because i'm getting along with a lot of old people these days i mean um, you are i am um so <laughs> uh i'll be even older here in like a month or so 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 um, soon yeah i know uh scorpio but uh then i also did do a little bit of pride celebration on sunday you know the people that actually survived the weekend of their festivities um my girlfriends uh well she, they're our friends as well megan and katie had like a, a bonfire they do these they have a new uh a nice house with a like they're doing their backyard and stuff so they have these cool parties where they uh like have a movie playing in there you know oh like they like have like a screen or like a screen they have like a huge bonfire because they're clearing out all these trees so it was like every every year there's like a huge bonfire that they do which i get a little nervous i help start it and like and all this stuff because i love the fire but it's like so big that the the top of the fire is like touching the trees i'm like i don't even know how this is safe but it might be we we survive it we survive it so i'm happy um, you're still here without like singed eyebrows yeah i know i know i got all my hair but i'm thinking about shaving it soon again um but i also went to a friend's uh stand-up set he had four minutes yesterday at the laughing skull that's so cool um, yeah it was it's really cool i mean it's it's so hard like i mean watching the comedians up there though there's a lot of good talent four minutes is like a long time like i can't even think if i could be funny for four minutes straight you know what i mean you just really gotta bring it like you know there's so and it's hard these days with the crowd you know there's like it's just it's just i would say sensitive time with a bunch of different subjects like not just like one specific one so it's really hard to catch the right groove sometimes but you Mm. know funny is funny and jokes always kind of seem to even jokes are jokes jokes are jokes (laughs) but like even when people are bombing like there's something funny about it like you know you can find a place to laugh even if you're gonna have to you know (laughs) so they had like like 22 people go up like it was pretty it was pretty cool so i don't know have you ever been to the laughing skull i have and i really want to go oh man we should go sometime they do it every monday tuesday and wednesday so um like is it those just like their amateur nights yeah i mean it's just stand up like so like uh i wouldn't say amateur i would say they just it's an open mic like you can sign open mic yeah that's what i meant Um, Yeah, yeah yeah But, um, but yeah, so it was really cool. That's pretty much what I did this week. So, but, um, why don't we get into what we like to talk about here? We might as well just get to it. It's that time to talk about VIP on our show. Ooh, that works better. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was better, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know what that means. I need. I need. First, first of all, shout out to our YouTube. We're at a hundred subscribers, so I'm just gonna have to give us a round of applause. <laughs> Officially a hundred um, on YouTube now. So uh, thank you, uh, whoever did subscribe and stayed there. Um, and then also, we're gonna need you to go ahead and subscribe so we can have more than a hundred and smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new batch of content, just like this. And if you just, just like did. This. I just got to let you know. Oh, my goodness. Huge shout out to you. Air horns for you. You know, and I got to give a quick shout out to our comment crew. Uh, we mm. got a new guy left um, in another language a comment. You know, I'm still going to take that. Robert Gaines. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, it's It was like not even letters. So, I mean. English letters or American letters. I don't know how you would say oh, that. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, and also Chelsea Allen and Kathleen Kent, the homies. Um, shout out to you uh, girls because, you know, you guys really making me have something to read when I come to these videos and look back on them. So love that. I love guys. that. Yeah, I, I see their comments too. And you guys I... are the real MVPs of these videos. Um, but V, why don't we just get started? We are in week three, um, episode four and five, part one, part two, whatever way we're, it's going to get very confusing very fast. But this is where we're at. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Um, for some reason, I, I DVR it on my computer, and it wasn't allowing me to watch it. I had no time to watch was... episode one, but I did watch our tipsy talks on the future batch at the future bachelor on Instagram that you do. At, um, you know, live watch with every episode. So great place to catch up. You know, getting spoiled a little bit on episode one, but I did watch episode two. Got caught up. Um, where do we start with night one? Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't really think you missed too, too much for night one. But yeah. night one, we're left from last week. Teddy has just left. Rodney has just entered the beach. He was going to give his date card. He was going to take Teddy on his date. And, you know, they're all like, she's gone. She left. Um, some rumors I'm seeing on the Internet is that producers were really trying to force the her and Andrew storyline. That's and when what I she said was, from, from week one yeah. about this. Um, yeah, you know, and so and she was starting to feel Rodney and they were like not going to really let her feel that out. And so she was like, I got to bounce. Yeah. So interesting. Um, that's that. If that's the truth, that really just sucks. Um, it, I think it sucks. And well, that would to me align with the fact that like, I guess like Teddy hasn't really been promoting being on Bachelor in Paradise and stuff like that. So that to me would align like if she felt like you know, she didn't really get to experience it fully, but totally. sad stuff. But Rodney decides he doesn't want to go on his date because also it's like super late. I feel like this season we're getting to know a little bit more about how the shooting schedule for this show works because, you know, we're hearing more about like, oh my God, it's almost midnight. Like, are you going to take somebody on this date? Like, and we're learning more about how long these days can be for Yeah, filming. And I would have to imagine like, you know, with having like the reserves at the hotels, you don't want to be leaving people like locked up for so long, you know? And also with the dynamics of everything, they have probably like some type of player to, to introduce if something actually happens to break it up, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. There, it's, I would just say it's a pretty complicated, like, um, you know, uh, scenario for it's like producers. Tetris. I feel like, yeah, you know, you got to fit in these pieces and sometimes they don't work. Like we'll see later on. Um, yeah. this week, but, um, yeah, so, you know, that's pretty much stuff going on, but what's new for this week? So, yeah, I guess like Rodney, you know, doesn't give his date out. So instead he's just hanging out with everybody on the beach 
And he ends up, you know, Lace is like, I've been waiting for somebody to come down and catch my eye, and Rodney's that guy. And so him and Lace, her and Lace, uh, Rodney and Lace start, you know, hanging out a little bit, getting cozy. They make out a little bit on the beach, um, and they might be, they might be an item. Yeah. So just, you know, they first get out, and everyone's calling them like the wild card couple, which I really think like Sierra and Michael A feel like a wild card couple as well. Like I don't. I mean, I think they're cute and they like each other, but we'll talk more about it in a second. But like, I'm like, they don't, to me, they never matched, but, um, they really are the way that, so they're, they extended this season to be up until Thanksgiving actually. So, um, you know, that, and, and the way that I think they're doing that is that they're really pulling out this whole Ashley, I and Jared, you know, time that they're on the beach with everybody. So, you know, Wells did another Wells story time and talks all about like, cause you know, most of these younger new people are all like, who are Ashley, I and Jared, AKA most of the men, most of the men have no idea who these people are. A lot of the girls have watched the show. So like they get it. Um, but they, and like, so, you know, he does a whole, like, here's the whole story and they have clips of them and whatever. And this is when I realized how I was like, Claire Crawley, she was the one who technically like, came in, snagged Jared and like was the, you know, apple of Jared's eye after after Ashley's whole attempts failed. So I'm like, dang, Claire was, throwback. you know, throwback, throwback for sure. Um, but the, more it was, clear later. But yeah, more clear later. But honestly, it was a lot of this episode was like Jared and Ashley I like really talking about how this is their only time away from their kid. This is their time to like reclaim being like, you know, sexy, fun adults and then like failed attempts of them like actually boom booming in the boom boom room, oh, no. which I'm like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Like, I don't want to see 20 minutes of this. Like it was truly like I think Bachelor Data did a breakdown of screen time and I think they were like. They got more screen time than any other couple. Than like than any other couple, which I'm like, no one gives a poop. I don't care. I don't Um, know, though. I kind of do. I don't know. I kind of do like the crossover, like, you know, having mm -hmm. their own story. It's kind of nice to see. I like to see Wells, like how he tells his stories because I love Wells. But I'm like, I want to also like see Wells be more Wells. I don't want him to just have to be like feed these stories to fill up time. Right, right. I mean... Uh, it is kind of interesting too. Like he does feel like a like a I guess another host on the show, like on the beach right. host, and there's like an entrance. He's host. like the real host because like Jesse just greets people. Yeah, what the hell is that about? That's you, all. That's all Jesse does. You would think they would they have more people. for him to do. I mean, I'm sure he's living his best life. He's oh, just totally. chilling. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, we get a lot of Ashley and Jared. So they don't smash. What happens? Why? Because Ashley, I, you know, she, the food at the beach, all this Mexican food, all this dairy, all these beans weren't agreeing with her, with her tummy. She was real gassy. They just pretty much show like multiple scenes of them, like on those dark, those night cameras, like of her farting. Like, and, are they uh, sleeping or is she like, I got one. As they're like about to go to sleep. And she's so all she like, just oh, openly man. farting. Yep. And what That's is he awesome. doing? He's just like, oh man, these are real bad. Like, you know, like. Oh geez, yeah. Um, okay, but okay. Enough of them. Yep. Enough of them. We also so Genevieve and Shanae are coming back from their double dates with Aaron 
and James. And this is honestly the season of it being everybody's freaking birthday while they're on the beach because it was just Genevieve's birthday and now it's Justin's birthday. So, you know, they get back. Genevieve's feeling some kind of way because she's all like, yo, me and Aaron really vibing. I just feel like me and Justin aren't a thing anymore. And she goes and talks with Justin and is trying to honestly, I think she was trying to start to let him down easy. But then also was all like, you don't make me feel wanted. And then he was all like, he was kind of fighting back at it. And it just turned into, you know, him asking for her to kiss him because it's his birthday. And she does it. And meanwhile, Aaron and James are creeping and like they're doing like little flashbacks to how last season this was like the same thing that happened with Tammy and Thomas. And it was like the same day bed, the same whatever. They're like deja vu. And Aaron like kind of loses it again because he's all like, nah, like this can't be happening to me again. And like immediately after Genevieve kisses Justin, she puts her her head into her hands and she's all like, uh, and then like stomps away. And, like, has to go, like, run up to the guys' rooms where Aaron, (laughs) we're, like, Aaron and James are, like, doing some, like, buddy-buddy shower time. Um, And, like, you know, has to wait outside the door until Aaron is done with his shower to then go and talk to him. He's probably talking shit also. Oh, yeah. Talking shit in shower. Talking talking shit in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But she, um, she, you know, apologizes to him. He tells her how, like, you know, that obviously made him feel hurt. But, like, he gets it. And, like, they reset. And they're good to go. And then pretty much the next morning, because Justin tried to leave it with her that night, being all, like, sleep on it in the morning. Like, we can talk more. And then, like, in the morning, she pretty much is all, like, no. And, like, they kind of get into a big old fight about it. And Justin's all like, never mind, like, it's over. Like, I don't, like, you're obviously showing your true colors to me. Like, I don't see anything happening with you. And then Genevieve is happy, go lucky. Her and Aaron are doing good. So, I mean, Justin now is without a rose. He's just waiting, you know, to see if somebody will come down for him. And then, um, but um, in better news, Brandon and Serene get a date card. Well, Brandon gets a date card, obviously takes Serene. And it's the typical paradise date where they have like a dinner in the middle of a pool and like it's super romantic. And I I hope they waited 30 minutes after eating to then go swimming in the pool or else they could, you know, hurt their tummies and drown. And um, and they say that they're falling in love with each other. You know, they're they seem like the strongest couple there. So I, you know, hopefully with what it looks like it's going to happen next week, that won't fuck anything up. But yeah, I just think Brandon's smarter than than what they're going to throw the other guy's way. Like, you know, I mean, oh, for, I for, for sure. I agree. Like, He's in it. Yeah. And she just like already a catch. Like you, you would Serena have to be is the greatest. You would have to like be stupid to mess that up. Fuck that up. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, they, they really do put them through the ringer eventually um but yeah so that's good for them uh you know what happens with michael a michael a is freaking out with how fast him and sierra are going because like sierra is like fully like full throttle like talking about like what being a future stepmom would be like you know really like 
kind of like trying to like get into the exclusivity talk, trying to like really nail down how they're a strong couple. And Michael A is like, ah, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for, you know, somebody to be saying that kind of stuff to me just yet. Like, I obviously want to find love, but like the grief part, like he's like, I don't think I'm ready to put that on Sierra and I don't know if like this is like the right place and do you think like, he got freaked out like did she I didn't see the conversation but was she just kind of like overstepping I think she was just like obviously excited because I think they had like a good connection and like what I've seen from social media like after this has aired and stuff like t- in the past couple of days is that they seem to have like a lot of mutual respect and I think there's not I think she just was like really like ready to be like all in. And I just think he was not ready to do that yet. Just based on, I think, you know, he still has a lot of healing to do or grieving. And like, I think the, you know, grief is a nonlinear situation. And I just don't know if he's like fully ready to be. I think what it is to be honest, not to cut you off, but just thinking like he's a grown man. Like, you know, he's out here with a child. yeah. Yeah. He's trying to find, someone that he's like sure about like especially while he's in this experience you know he's worked really hard to be the zaddy that she you know keeps saying that he is um but you know so i just think you know he wasn't ready and if she was talking about all that stuff being like a stepmom and stuff it's important conversations to had not like within the first week of meeting somebody i agree i agree and i think it was just a little bit too much and he she actually gifts him three stars that are you know in the sky together that were to me- like to represent him his son James and his you know late wife Laura um and so and it that like I think was super sweet good move on obviously the bachelor productions part to like help her get those um but uh and like he kind of like lets her down then being all like you mean so well and you're so thoughtful and like you're amazing and I really do like you but like, I just don't think I'm ready for what you, where you're at. And I just, I don't know if it's fair for me to, you know, continue this with somebody when, like, I don't want to hurt you if I'm, like, just, like, trying to, like, cover my grieving feelings that I have still about my late wife. Mm. Um, and so because of that, she pretty much decides that that's her cue to leave because, she doesn't want to see him dating anybody else, and she really doesn't have eyes on anybody else, so she self-eliminates. So we've had two ladies self-eliminate, Teddy and Sierra, and so that means There's a that lot of guys stacking up on the beach. A lot of dudes, so there's only seven women what left. What is this, F-Boy that, Island? <laughs> literally, though. <laughs> literally, though. Um, and that, that would mean, you know, unless somebody, another woman came down, that would mean that five dudes would go. Yeah. I don't think they have, they have enough in the reserves. This is making me think like, this is getting crazy. Like, well, I don't know. Like I want, I really do wonder if this was the, what, what it's coming up like next week has actually been the plan all along or they were just like, if they had to pull an audible. Yeah. Like they maybe had more girls than guys or I don't know what it like. I wonder if this is like a Hail Mary, what they're planning on doing next week. But besides that, um, so that's pretty much night one. Yep, that's night one. And the little after thing was pretty much showing how Shanae and Genevieve are like pals now. Like they've been talking to each other about their relationships. They've like come to terms and reconciled for the shit that they said to each other during their season. And I, you know what? 
women supporting women. We love to see it. We love this redemption arc between the both totally. of them. Totally. And you know what? I don't I, I also think that it could be not just a women thing. Like, you know, I think it's more of like if we really took the time to to realize what two people don't like each other about, it's usually over something stupid like stupid like it was over clayton typically like really yeah clayton exactly i mean you could really in in the right scenario two people that really don't enjoy each other could actually you know end up liking each other um something that i that goes going into night two where i get to catch up um you know i feel like uh What's what's the old older guy? Not not Casey. Ba- Casey, yeah. I, I wasn't feeling him this episode at all. No, because he was just bitter this entire episode. But yeah. before, before we get he, there, yeah. Before we get into his bitterness, the woman of the hour, literally one hour, <laughs> is Sally. Yeah. She finally comes down to meet her suitcase. Um, the woman and- of the hour. <laughs> woman <laughs> of an hour. <laughs> woman of an hour. Um. Uh, she co- finally comes down and, you know, people are questioning. They're questioning, is she finally ready to be there? What's the deal? Um, and the most of the dudes are, like, excited to see another girl because they're like, thank God, another girl. And Justin's excited because, obviously, things with Genevieve didn't work out. Things with Victoria didn't work out. And he made out with Sally at Stagecoach. Um and so he's like, ah, I can get I can get in on this. And so they talk a little bit. She comes in acting like she knows what's going on, mm. acting like she's like in it, acting like she's ready to rock and roll. But in and reality, she has no experience. In reality, she literally has never been on the show, doesn't understand how it works. And um, that uh, I mean, and obviously she really just didn't even want to be there. So yeah, I mean she, she's a she's a walking red flag. She, I mean to be honest, like she seems like she's beautiful. I'm sure she has a great personality. I'm sure she's outside. nice, but um, you know, I you see it so much. You see it where just someone is so attached to probably a like a problematic relationship, mm. and and they can't break away from it. Like and it, they make any excuse for why what they're doing is right. Exactly. I mean, in a year or two, they'll probably bring Sally back to the beach or something like that. And she's going to be like ready for it. Maybe if she can like separate from this guy, but obviously he's got such a hold on her that like he, she's there to not embarrass him. Like that's her number I one know. thing. She, cause like, so, you know, Genevieve and Shanae ask her like, Hey, like what's the deal? Which is like, which is kind of bullying. Like, I mean, they kind I mean, they probably shouldn't have like ganged up on her. I agree, but they're obviously they're trying to make sure. This is this is what I don't like about the beach. It's it's like they get very Lord of Fliesy, very territorial, very like it's, you it know, becomes very you know like a seniority thing. Like if you're not an OG, like if you didn't come down like within like the first like week or or the first week. You're kind of like, what are you doing here? Especially, you know, when you're coming in, because they're very, everyone's very defensive. Everyone's very, yeah, territorial, um, yeah. you know, and scared to lose like whatever connection. Cause it really is like at any moment, anything can happen, you know, even when you're right. the happiest, they'll just, just throw in whatever. And there's a lot of that this episode. But so but- she ends up like, you know, 
not wanting to be there and walking off and, you know, um, she literally like gets so upset and says that she's too real for it. And then she leaves and just because these girls were like, yo, so like, where are you with your ex fiance? Like, and she's like, well, I work with him. Yeah, that's why. And they're all like, just working with somebody doesn't mean you don't get on a plane three times. Like well, Justin tries to, to get her to stay, you know, but I don't know. Man. I guess a stage just- coach makeout is not enough. Yeah, I think Justin has kind of like a shitty attitude, to be honest. Like, I don't like. I think he's obviously he went in there just trying to save himself. He wasn't really. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I just feel like he's like every time you see him, he's just got a long face. Like, he's just Mm. like saying like he's just very monotone and just like, you know, not with it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of even if, if it sucks there, like, I feel like you could still have like, um, like, look at, um what's his name uh uh andrew you know mm-hmm. he, he's kind of in the same situation not in this in the sense that like this exact same situation but he's got a smile on his face like you know he's, he's still making the best of it yeah you know that's, that's what and justin's acting like everything bad's just happened he's like i've been through the ringer you don't even know and i'm like I honestly can't feel bad for him for turning down Victoria. Like, you know, I know. Right? I mean, I mean, it seems like he, he was going to that was probably going to happen anyways. But um, but yeah, last. so Sally ends up going home. Yep. Quick in, quick out. Quick in, she's, quick out. She's, she's gone. gone. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, we end up thinking they're going to send more ladies in, but that's not the but case. But instead, they send Pizza Peter from... <laughs> from uh was that that was michelle's season right Mm -hmm. send him down with a date card and already casey is like this dude's a douchebag he's gonna talk about pizza the whole time and then he like tries to counter it each time being all like i mean maybe he could be like shanae who you know comes in with a good attitude and like redeems himself yeah but but then he's like he's he's a a little douche (laughs) like the entire time um you know and i was actually you know you kind of I root was for wanting, him. Yeah. I wanted Pizza Peter to I make thought he was gonna, himself. I was, I was hoping Casey was going to be wrong, but, but it was just one of those things like every time like he said something, they would cut away to him being correct. Doing exactly that. And um, it's, I mean, I know. Well, so Pizza Peter, he gets his date card. He takes Brittany, who we haven't seen enough. Uh, oh, my gosh. Like, I totally would be about Brittany. Like, she's I know. So cool we haven't seen enough uh, time with her. She hasn't really made a solid connection with anybody yet. We're excited to get more Brittany. And well, on you, that's why Casey's upset because Casey thinks he has dibs. Casey on was like trying to get you know a rose from Brittany, yeah. so that's definitely that's definitely. We all know Casey's him. going home. I mean, yeah, but um, they go on like a yacht date, um, and literally Pizza Pete talks about himself, brags about himself, asks like this hot girl what was the first thing she saw in him, and then like continues to brag. And literally doesn't ask her like any questions about herself that we see as viewers. And she, the queen of a swerve, swerves his kiss because he tries to be all like, I think I can make this day even better. And then she swerves away real quick being all like, oh, you know, it takes me a while for me to warm up to that. Like, I literally just met you. Like, Wait, did she lie, though? Because I thought I seen her making out with Casey. She's like, I haven't kissed anybody yet. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't remember if I saw her kiss Casey or if she was just cuddling up on Casey. So I don't, I don't know. know. Um, but yeah, I mean, people could say that they don't learn anything from the show. But like even as a viewer, like 
if if any like it just ha- you have to have some self-awareness stop talking about yourself first of all like have the other person like ask them questions so they can talk you know, some, like, be are you like actually interested in her or are you just interested in like even when he was before he went on the date he's all like i can't wait to tell her more about my life and my like, story it's like dude come on that's like, not how a date works and then and he, even us as a viewer like i want to know more about britney me too. Yeah. Me too. And Alexa so they come back on. and obviously like Brittany pulls people aside to be all like, I've got to get away from him to like tell you guys what really went down. And she tells him how bad it was because she comes back like looking like rough. And then he is like telling the dudes being like, I mean, I did everything. I was laying down the moves. Like if this were any other situation, like me and the girl would be like, whatever. Like I, she maybe I think she's fake. I don't think she has genuine intentions because like. I don't know what, like pretty much his ego was hurt (laughs) and he's trying to make up excuses for why she wouldn't kiss him. And like, honestly, like, cause he's like telling Casey and I think like Andrew or somebody else this, and you could tell none of the dudes were really buying it. They were like asking him questions like, so wait, why do you think? I mean, they already, they've been talking shit about him all day. So they were loaded and ready to go. But I mean, I just wish like I had the chance, like, you know, he had, (laughs) you know, it's just like, dude, you just completely fumbled the bag. Like. Oh man! Fumble. I mean, because she was she was beautiful. She they had the yacht, they had the champagne. She was into him. And yeah, and she like she's like I, we even had an initially like good combo. I thought it would be good, but nope, nope. So nope. she comes back, and Andrew makes a move because like they had well, before I guess, that talk- though. Like he he like I th- he really shoots himself in the foot. Uh, first of all, like he's known for like you know bringing the drama to him his front door. But, um, you know, he said he starts making another assumption about Britney. Like, I, I feel for this girl because, like, he's all being like, I know girls like that in, in Miami. In Miami, like, in Fort Lauderdale and SoFlo. Like, they, looking they're for just clout. fake. Yeah. It's like, dude, am I not enough for, like, you to have clout? It's like, dude, you're exactly what you're talking about her being and stuff. She's, and she, yeah. And he's she's there the sweetest and she gave you a chance and stuff. Like, dude. But anyways, like, yeah. So, Andrew comes out on top here. Andrew comes out on top because like, I guess they had sort of been talking before and they both were thinking about each other and they hang out and they talk and they realize that they both are vibing and they had a, like you could like Brittany went from being like, Oh, uh, I like to take things though to like dropping her wine glass in the sand and making out with Andrew. And I was all like, we love to see it. Let's get, after it let's go yeah like, i wonder how teddy feels about this watching it yeah I don't know. it's like I the mean, next day um but i don't know we'll have to see uh if she says anything about like this afterwards but you know they got the uh non-disclosures and all that stuff to not mm-hmm. talk about things but right but yeah, good for Andrew. It looks like he's going to be sticking around um and that's good for the producers too cuz that's what they wanted. Right. Um but yeah, what happens next? So Jacob gets a date card and takes Jill. They've been vibing. They're both weird. Honestly, I feel like they're meant for each other. They're both kind of weird. They both like to do like weird yelly things. Like, you know what? Let them let them do their things. And weird they seem to vibe. Weird things. Weird yelly things. And so they go on this full moon date where the Shaw woman um, do does some like full moon tantric things. And of course, they get naked because what would it be? If Jacob wasn't naked and of course Jill's like, you know what? Fine. I'll do it too. Um, and they seem to be happy as clams. They come back. Um, 
They're all Gucci. Everybody, while they're gone, it's also Serene's birthday now. Who? Another birthday to the list. And her sweet man's, Brandon, uh, you know, heard from her that, like, she told some story about how, like, nobody showed up to her birthday party as a kid. And so she's always hated her birthday. And so he, like, gathers everybody around and they all sing to her and like give her this cake and she feels so special and like it's kind of crazy like the people that you've been like hanging out with can make it feel like a surprise party just by coming in a group like i was I like know, it was so sweet <laughs> um they were the it worst was... singers i've ever heard for the happy birthday song i'm not gonna lie nobody's <laughs> voice sounds good singing happy birthday i mean with all these people that are trying to be on tv you would think that at least one person can sing here you know? nobody nobody <laughs> sounds good singing here nobody <laughs> oh man um Anyways, and then they pan to, you know, Jared and Ashley who have been on the beach just hanging out with everybody. And uh, they finally go to the boom, boom room and, and they do the boom, boom. Good for them. Happy for them. Yeah, Whatever. see, this is, this is kind of fun to, that they're like just down with paradise people just partying away from their baby for a week or something, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, and they I, I, they're honestly, getting a little I, tipsy and stuff like you could tell. And I laughed so hard because they used all these like different like innuendos and stuff or like on the screen that they played, like, you know, doing taxes, like they showed like this water spout, go- like all these different things, like mowing the lawn, like all these different things, like when they were like. I bet you having- there was so much pressure for them to bang too. Like they're like, we have to do it tonight. Like- we have to bang. We- <laughs> have to get it like, like we're staying in the boom boom room we no can't like they're like that not. was like the whole point they're like we'll pay you all this money you just have to bang on you camera. just have to yeah you have to <laughs> um and uh then they even like they show the exact time they're like seven minutes and like 37 seconds or something like that and they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're like they speed it up <laughs> that's so funny it was hilarious um but anyway so jacob and jill come back from their date Everybody's happy for them. They're having a great time. And guess who arrives? Guess who arrives on the beach out of freaking nowhere? Who? Kira. Of course. They're like, we got to throw somebody back. I mean, this is classic challenge things, though. Like, you True. know, in, in when you watch like MTV's The Challenge and stuff, usually when someone like gets injured and they have to leave and there's like just too many people for like a woman's elimination or something like that, they bring back someone that just got eliminated because they're already there. It helps out the game. You know, it's just kind of like uh, you got lucky this time around. But um yeah, so she comes back and she thinks that she's going to pull Jacob, which I, I was like really confused. I'm like, what's going on? Here? I was really confused, too, because like all she ever did with Jacob was like the weird like she showed up and leaves and whatever to try to get like his rose. Like I, I didn't even see any sort of connection, really. Well, I mean, between- I, did, I did. They did the whole like, um, you know, um, Tarzan and Jane thing. Yeah, but, but that's it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just really interesting how Jill and Kira keep, like, circling around the same guys. Same dudes. Yeah. I wonder if that's a production thing. I think it's a production thing to just, like, try to pit people against Jill. Like, it was, like, pit the whole Jill and Kira thing against each other. You know how crazy it is that we can just say, like, is that a production thing? Like, it just feels like we say that a lot these days, you know? I know, because we we know too much now. We just know how it works. So they have a talk, a uh, talk that goes on a little longer than everyone expected. I know. And like even Brittany, our girl, Brittany, the queen, she comes in and she's all like, yo, Jill is upset. Like wh- you came back from this date, like head over heels. Like, what's the deal, dude? And like Jacobs turns to Kira 
pretty much lets her down easy, is all like, you know what? I think it's really hot that you came back here to like say your piece, but like I don't really feel like we have a, had a connection or have a connection, and I'm feeling Jill, and like I, you know, wish you the best of luck. And she's like, all right, because honestly, it felt it felt very much so forced. Like when she was saying stuff to Jacob, it felt like they were lines that were fed to her. Like it didn't feel real. Yeah. But then, you know, you know who comes and finds her on the beach as she's starting to walk away is Romeo because Romeo is desperado because he has nowhere to get a rose from and they had a thing and you gotta respect him though at least he's making moves like he's like well if this girl's about to leave like, let me what can see I do? yeah i think he did it with sally too at some point i was you know, like he it, did yeah. he did he tried it he tried to yeah. he tried to um well romeo you know i don't know man i really don't it was like they were doing weird things with his edit and stuff like you know uh she ends up asking him if or like they have like a conversation like, you know, obviously she's like hurt from being rejected from Jacob, having somebody come up to her and, uh, you know, they share an embrace and a kiss and um, she presents him with an option. The option is to leave the beach with her right then and there. Which then it takes another 24 hours for him to respond. No, just joking. But it seemed like he just that. like they just keep doing like them looking at each other. And his face looks so unsure because he's all like, I feel like he just wants to stay on the beach. Like, you know, I like, mean, I think he does. I mean, who wouldn't? But he's all like, I'm not going to be able to stay on the beach because nobody's going to give me a freaking rose. So. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how crazy he is. He thinks like he's actually thinking like if I stay on the beach, somebody might come down that I might have a chance with and I might be just, and it might be might be true, but it's probably not. Like you know, probably not. This so. was his best option. At like he, he got lucky. He had this one last option to kind of. But even when they were like leaving, with he says yes, they did this weird zoom in on his face. Like he's not. He didn't want to leave. Yeah. It just you could tell. But um, you could tell it was uncomfy. Um, but that, so, I mean, that just, you know, eliminates another dude that won't, you know, be sent home, sent home by default. But, um, that's, that's week three for us. And next week is when it looks like we're finally getting into the big twist, which looks like, I, I, I mean, we got a Island. good look at the girls that are coming in and there's some hottie, hottie, hot, hots. There's hotties. There's hotties that are going to be temptations. So I think they're doing what like on Love Island, it's called Casa Amor, where it's like pretty much they bring in a whole new set to like. See, this test is why I was thinking like, why the did they? Why wouldn't they save Victoria Fuller for like this part? You know what I'm saying? I know you I would think. I, I just th- feel like I don't know. I think there was maybe because of her interest in Justin, she was sent in early to like break up the um that whole bit. Y- yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited about the, there's some cuties. Um, what's her name from, um, uh, Clayton season that got pretty far that, that, um, one girl, what's her name? Sarah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. She's there. Um, a couple, a couple hotties from the past. Um, so I mean, uh, I don't know. It's not looking good for a lot of the girls. There's a, yeah, like, you know, and it's like, looking like they're all gonna just be crying messes for like a couple of days. Yeah, as they wait Which to you know, figure out. I feel what's like it's happen. like there's just a sense of being a little unfair. Yeah, you know, I don't know. The guys are really sweating. I guess this week, some of them, but 
it seems unfair. Like I feel like we need we should also have like a, a version where the guys come. They have in. to also sweat this way. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't feel like. Do think, they're gonna do that. I don't know. I feel like guys are stupider in that sense. Um, I just said the word stupider. Um, stupider. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about hopefully, you know, the news that we're getting. How many more weeks of Bachelor in Paradise? Like three. Three more weeks. That's six more episodes. So you know, it's it's five more because there's one week where there will only be one. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, lucky us. Um, well, that's pretty much it. Any other news coming out of Bachelor Nation? Yes, so uh, Claire Crawley, speak of her, uh, is engaged to her, you know, boyfriend. Um, what is his name? Ryan Dawkins, who uh, I think he works in like sports or whatever. And I guess you know it, it's only been a month since they went Instagram official, but I guess they've known each other for over a year and started dating not long. After that, and she just really wanted to keep him on the down low because obviously we know how everything. Has no, gone. I, I, I mean, wish him the best. They'll probably be divorced. Like you know, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, there's just no freaking way. I mean, divorce rate is fifty percent. So. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it's clear too. Like it's just like, oh god, I don't know. This guy has to be like oh, down with down the clown, but. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, so that's pretty much it. Excited for next week's episodes. Um, you know, so make sure you're subscribing. Comment, what do you think? Do you think it's fair that the girls are gonna have to be put in a hotel for a week and the guys get to get the hottie hots come in? Um, do you do you think that they're gonna bring hottie hot guys down for the girls? And leave let us know in the comments, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh do you think uh i'm just making up questions now but like it'd just be interesting if you guys answered it sometimes do you think uh <laughs> romeo wanted to leave the beach or do you think if he stayed so. that he would have had a chance let us know in the comments below and we'll talk to you next week about bachelor in paradise uh v why don't we talk about what we like to talk about? crickets yeah we quick. only have a couple this week yeah. but uh in light of it being national coming out day when we're recording this uh Scooby-Doo finally let one of uh, the most queer-coded characters ever come out, and it's Velma. Velma is out here liking girlies, which we all knew. If anybody watched Scooby-Doo growing up or even watched some of the newer stuff, we all knew Velma was a little fruity. And, you know, maybe Daphne was into it, too. There's a huge obsession with Velma. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot of spinoffs about Velma for whatever reason. But this one is interesting because isn't Mindy, uh, uh, what's her name, Uh, the comedian? Um, There's that's a new that's a different spinoff. That's going to Mindy Kaling is doing like a more like kind of. I think kind of dark humor. Well, sort there's of one. Like, I, th- I think. Oh, so you're talking about the movie because they just are re- releasing the one where, she, like, they actually make her. I don't know if she's Indian or something like that. Like that's the that's the Mindy Kaling one. That's different. Yeah. That's okay. Not, okay. That's not that. Uh, that but that's going to just be that called they're, Velma. They're they're taking like all these th- things. Like in that one, I think like Shaggy's going to be black and his name is not going to be Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're really taking these properties and is Scooby Doo even in this? Uh well, and so in the one that I don't know in the Velma one that you're talking about with Mindy Kaling, but the what's actually confirming that Velma is queer is the new Halloween special called Trick or Treat Scooby Doo, hmm. 
which was released online on Tuesday, uh, Velma crushes on another female character who's a costume designer named Coco Diablo. Um, and so there's clips of her, like, you know, having, like, hard eyes and stuff like that. Is that so what that's you're going to be for Halloween? Be uh, Velma? Or... Yeah. I've no, I've been da- I was Daphne when I was like 17 when my hair was longer. Oh. Um I I don't really feel like I want to be um a Scooby Doo character because I've that. done it before. Um what are you going to be? Is it a surprise? I'm It might be a, I might be uh You going to be a Glizzy? The, no. <laughs> I might be um the Lizzie McGuire. Glizzy McGuire? No, not Glizzy, <laughs> just Lizzie McGuire. I might be like the cartoon version of Lizzie McGuire. I have like the same hair length, and it's it's a pretty fun, cute little costume, and I think it'd be fun. Interesting. But, uh, what else um, do you got for quick hits? Yeah, so Love is Blind Season 3 is coming out in a few weeks, October 19th, I believe. Um, and it will be set in Dallas, and it looks like... The cast is stacked. Bunch of it's very uh very diverse looking. We've got um we've got uh like I think 30 cast members. I feel like they that, should switch the name of the show to Is Love Blind. Oh uh, yeah, or something <laughs> because yeah, I have a really last been... season was a dumpster fire. And I wonder I don't know if it works as well now that like people understand the concept. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But um I guess the you know the Andrews rage between twenty six and thirty six. So it'll be in Dallas. I'm interested to see because you know the last two seasons were cities that we uh, that especially I know pretty well. Mm-hmm. So it was here in Atlanta and then in Chicago and Dallas. I know okay, but I don't know a ton of. So I'm always interested to see like how that all looks. Uh, um, but so we'll- what's coming? Is it coming? That, well, that's that's the new promo for the 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 OG Blink One Eighty Two is back together. Back together, they got coming. Tom DeLonge back with them. Travis Barker's gonna not be sucking face with Kourtney Kardashian for a while, or will probably still on the road. And then Mark Hoppus is there too. They're all back, ready to rock and roll. You know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of. It's great. I love to see them all back together. Um, you know, Tom DeLonge has been out here bringing UFOs to life. Like they're literally, yeah. he's the reason why the Pentagon is telling us that there's like unidentified like yeah. things it's happening so and stuff. Wild. And people thought he was crazy, but he's actually for real. Um, but there was like the dude from that other band that was like taking the place of him. And now he's just like disappeared. Like it kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, and they, and they literally was he was like the third member. They have like albums together and stuff. So I was thinking like maybe it was like this all star lineup where like all four of them are, you know, when they get older, everybody's like now in the band. But no, there's just the mm. three of them. Oh, gee. Yeah. Um, well, it's exciting. You know, I grew up listening to a lot of Blink-182. I was a huge Blink-182 fan, Bought the, you know, the take your pants off and jacket. Um, I think that was the name of it. But that was like a. You know, Girl at the Rock Show and all those songs were just amazing. Great stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's exciting. I just saw that literally right before we started potting. So, um, good stuff. V, what made you go yikes this week? I don't even – I wish I didn't even have to bring this up. But Yay made me go yikes this week because he got restricted on Twitter and Instagram for making some anti-Semitic posts. On Instagram, they got deleted and removed for breaking policies uh, – not exactly sure what those restrictions will continue to look like. Um, I'm pretty sure 
His account on Twitter is pretty is locked right now for uh, violating Twitter's policies because his tweet, uh, I guess this is a trigger warning, um, is that he said, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone whoever opposes your agenda, referring to Jews. Um, so not great. Um, not good. Yeah, bad. I mean, that's totally... Actively bad. That's that's anti-Semitic, like, you know what I'm saying? There's, like, no, there's no getting around hate <laughs> speech. Like, you can't... I mean, you he's going to find like, a way around it. He'll apologize, probably. That's just what he's been doing. Like, he just does this and... But, but you can't apologize your way. You can't like just blame. There's so many bipolar and like other mentally ill people in this world that aren't like actively hateful. So it's just like with a platform as large as his. So it's like what it's not OK. Yeah. So um, it's really hard. It's really hard. I hope homie finds help because he can't be doing this shit. Yeah, luckily, I'm just like very happy that like. I got the Kanye that brought like music and stuff growing up because I can't really be down with this version of Kanye. Like Mm-mm. I'm not even about Mm-mm. his clothes really. I'm not about like even his new music really that much. Um, and I wish I could say like, he's like aging gracefully, but it's really not. Like, mm-hmm. No, sad stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's going crazy. Uh, yikes. Well, uh, V I really do want to know, um, something though. What are you watching? I am not watching anything new. Oh, I hadn't. Okay. I that's know. Honest. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an honest girly. I was going to try to see if I could squeeze something in, but I just, I've been keeping up with my shows. So like, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians and uh, Real Housewives and selling OC. But something that I plan to watch, so I'll talk more about it next week, is Do Revenge, which is the movie with Camila Mendes and um, What's Her Fetch, uh, Maya Hawk, that I've been wanting to watch, and I'm going to watch that tomorrow. So when this episode comes out, I'll probably be watching it later that day. Um, But I'm excited to hear about something that I want to, to ask you. What's that? What have you been watching? Oh. Um, well, I, 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 you know, I watch things. I, I, I don't have much to do besides watch things sometimes. Um, Friday, uh, you know, uh, it was a beautiful evening and me and my girl were like, why don't we just walk to, you know, have you seen that little store? It's like Lidl, Lidl, L-I-D-L. Yes. Um, so we walked there and, you know, they sell like the pizzas that you can put in the oven and oven, but it's not like, you know, a fro- you know, the pizzas, the pizzas you can put in the oven, <laughs> you know, not like the frozen pizzas. It's usually like the store version of a pizza. Yeah. You put in the oven. It's like pre-made, but like you've got to like actually, it like- is a frozen pizza, but it's just not like with the rest <laughs> but of the it's just not pizzas. like a frozen pizza. Yeah. It's like the stores, <laughs> whatever. Um, we walked there. <laughs> And we get some like, you know, snacks and stuff, walk back and, um, you know, looking for a movie to watch. Netflix has been really good about Fridays. There's, it feels good. Like to, I feel like that's, if they can continue to do that, drop a good movie on a, on the beginning of a weekend, like you're going to have, especially it's, it's cozy season. Yeah. It's totally, cozy season. Totally it's, it's, cozy. We're heading into cuffing season. I'm cuffed. People want to get, yeah, you're cuffed. People want to get all cuddly and cozy. With a you know a, a good pal or some good pals or light maybe a candle more than a good pal. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a great pal. Um, so <laughs> we 
we ended up watching the movie Luckiest Girl Alive. Have you heard of it? I want. I need to watch that. I, I was gonna try to watch it, but I know it's heavy, so I wasn't gonna try it to like heavy. Uh, try to rush into watching it before this episode. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, Mila Kunis. Um, you know, she does a great job in this movie. She plays a character that was involved in a private school um, shooting that mm-hmm. when she was like younger and like her dealing with, you know, the aftermath of it growing up and how it affected her and and um, some really dark things that happened to her, um, not just including that, but leading up to all that. So it was it was a good Friday night watched thriller um you know and she's a great actress uh and i recommend watching on netflix um another movie that i watched over the weekend which is like crazy that there's so many of these type of movies but you know like the vince vaughn buddy movies like you got vince vaughn with owen wilson you got vince vaughn with like jennifer aniston well this one is like vince vaughn with kevin smith kevin james okay kevin 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 James. james from um king of queens yeah Uh, you know uh from adam sandler's crew and all that stuff and kevin james and him the the movie's called the dilemma and it also features uh uh winona Ryder. and the dilemma is is that yeah she's actually she's aged beautifully it's incredible she's great don't like she's the best she's so hot um but you know, the dilemma is that, like, Kevin James' wife is cheating on him, but, like, him what and Vince Vaughn are in the middle of this deal, and, like, Vince Vaughn is in the dilemma of, like, do I tell him? And it, it just gets complicated. Because and, he doesn't want to mess him up for this deal. Yeah, you know? well, not just that, but then, like, his wife has stuff on him. So it's like it's become this thing, and Channing Tatum shows up in it, which is always great. I love Channing Tatum. Oh my god, Channing Tatum in comedies is so funny. He's so good. He's so funny. Yeah, like he's so funny. I I just if you just stuck to comedy, that's where his like you know sweet spot is. Yeah, Um, I think he mostly does, except he did some weird dog movie earlier this year. I don't know. He gets serious sometimes. Tries to flex his acting skills. I mean, all I want to see if he's serious, he has to be dancing. That's all I need. (laughs) Yeah, or half naked. Um, so, uh, yeah, so those are pretty much what I watched, but, um, I recommend both of them. They're good watches. Why don't we talk about our slapper of the week though? Hell yeah. Yeah. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. (laughs) Another week of slappers, another song from Charlie Puth. This one's called. Yeah, because he released his whole new album. The whole thing's out now? I thought so. Um, if it's not, then it sh- it should be coming soon. I, I really I thought did. it was all out because I I listened to it. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe you did. I honestly don't be <laughs> listening to. I just check like New Music Fridays, and that's yeah. Like, usually, I think it's the whole thing. Yeah, it makes sense probably. Um, this, uh, the the album's called Charlie. You know, um, this song's called Loser, like me, because I didn't know Charlie put out the whole album. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of Charlie. I love that he produces his own music. This this album is cool because I think it's named Charlie because essentially over COVID, you know, he's been like very, it's like hard for him to release music. But over COVID, he was like, you know, why don't I just make these songs with you guys? So over TikTok, you've right. been seeing his videos of him producing songs. What if it, I made a song to sound like... <laughs> And, and then it just like becomes yeah, a whole do song. It. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah, so um, you know, uh, he, this song was good. So it's called "Loser" by Charlie Puth, available on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist, along with hundreds of other songs, hours of music. You could play hours, your, a day and a half at this. Yeah, point, I mean, you 
could, who's to say a yeah. day and uh, some change you could play it at your halloween party and and not have a song like you know not I'm pretty everyone, sure thrillers on there everyone so, yeah. everyone will dance so um yes that's weeks and weeks of us adding great music to it over the years so um mm-hmm. oldies to newies uh v <laughs> you have any shout outs this week Yes, I wanted to shout out my friend Bao for their birthday. Um, happy Libra season. Mm. Um, I wanted to shout out my pal Holly. She just got an offer for a job she really wants. So um, congrats to her. And then I have to shout out my brother for his engagement. What? So congrats to him and Tierney. Did you know that was coming? No. You didn't? I mean, I knew it was coming. I mean, I they've been the, dating. But... I saw the ring. Oh, okay, okay. But like when he got it. You did he did he tell you it was coming soon or was he waiting? Yeah, for... we we knew like around when the proposal was gonna happen, but like not exactly when. Um, did he and... do it? Did he do something cute or did he do just? Like... It was they were in California and he did it on a beach and I think it was like you know pretty intimate situation. Yeah, it wasn't was... like photographer all there and stuff. I think somebody was there to take the picture, but I, I don't think it was like a full, like it was like some, I think like, I, I don't know who, but somebody. Someone got, I mean, that's cool. I like that. You got to get a pick, but you don't, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. like the photographer's like in a land, like sand pile yeah, like, or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it was, but I'm very happy for that. Yeah, congratulations. So. That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, and them. Uh, well, I got a, you know, big birthday shout out for my little sister. Not so little because she's actually going to be turning, uh, 34 and we're so Irish. she'll be your age for like a month. Yeah. For one month we're, we're Irish twins. So we're both going to be 34. Isn't that cool? It's wild. Yeah. So happy. It's birth- wild. It's going to be You're like birthday. one of the only sets. Like I know only like one other set of people that are that close, like where they share a That's birthday. Wild. For like- um, <laughs> a month. So yeah, uh, her birthday will be Thursday, and um, I love her so much. I'll be seeing her next weekend. We're going to a wedding, um, so that'll be that'll be cool. Um, happy birthday, Pama! Yeah, happy birthday. Uh, so, you know, thirty four is a love in this club. Remember that when you played that back when, like, that was like the song for the episode way back in the day. Oh my goodness, so um, that's like her favorite or a love song. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, she, it's a uh, T Pain and Chris Brown. She yeah. loves that song. She still listens to that song. She only listens to like one CD in her car. Um, <laughs> so yeah, happy birthday, Pama. Love you. Uh, well, that's it. That's our episode this week. Um, you know, yeah. do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Um, honestly, I don't have any major plans for this weekend. So good. good. Um. Me either. So good, good. You good. know, our lives are kind of just like our slapper of the week, "Loser" by Charlie Puth. <laughs> um, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, all good. right, guys. Well, you know, we're gonna get out of here. It's late um, while we're recording yeah, this, but we gave we gave you a good one, up. a good fun one. So um, we love you guys. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica, and we love you. All right, deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor.